Welcome to Season 5 of the Shock Your Potential Podcast with your host, best-selling author and international speaker, Michael Sherlock. The Shock Your Potential Podcast is dedicated to entrepreneurs looking to up their game, increase their income, and scale their businesses to new heights. Shock Your Potential is a professional services company providing affordable services to small businesses, matching entrepreneurs with virtual assistants, and offering specialized leadership and sales training to companies around the world. Learn more today at shockyourpotential.com and listen in now to another motivating episode that will help you to shock your potential. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long, we are talking about one of my favorite subjects. What is that? Well, you know by now, it's marketing. And why is it one of my favorite subjects? Because it's something that we all think there's this magical solution to marketing. And yet there's a lot of core pieces that go into it. And I can't wait to talk to our guest today and hear from his perspective. So let's talk a little bit about him. So he's a leadership development expert, an industrial and organizational psychologist. And Sean Reyes is a professional speaker and branding strategist. Now, I'll tell you what, he's got the degrees, besides just being a psychologist, he's got some other degrees right behind there, a master's in evidence-based coaching, another one in organizational development and change. So clearly, he has a passion and a purpose, and he uses these to take on the world. In fact, he wants to do this by using his time-tested leadership principles, evidence-based content, which you know is very important to me that we actually have proof behind it, and high-voltage presentations. He does challenging keynotes that uh, motivate leaders to take ownership of their own development. You guys know we talk about that a lot, what's responsible on our end. And he wants to revolutionize each of our personas within our organization and also to take a look at the outside lives that we live, you know, those personal sides of us to make sure that they match. It's really important. Through significant social media presence, record-breaking online courses, and leadership leverage executive coaching, he has begun to change the face of leadership and business. And he's CEO of his own leadership development consulting firm called Omni Solutions called Consultation. And Sean is positioned to streamline the ascent of the accomplished organizational professional to success along the way to help them strengthen and build their teams and a couple other important things like assisting in their personal and professional development and making sure that all those things come together so that we feel like complete and whole beings in work and out. Sean, thank you for joining us today. I am, listen, I am absolutely passionate and so happy to be here, Michael. Um, You know, when people introduce me, sometimes I'm like, who are they talking about? I don't... (laughs) Who's the phenomenal person that they're talking about? So I just thank you for the the robust introduction. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. And I apologize that I have bristles from my face brush that I was still uh, holding on to (laughs) right before we started. We'll see how well I make it through. Uh, You know what, Sean? I I love people's bios. And every time I get to read somebody else's bio, it makes me um, just feel like I get a little look into their psyche because- we write our own bios and I think it's about what we feel is so, so very important about us and what's, what's key and critical in what we do. So I love that it hits the highlights of it. I try and have a lot of fun with it, but tell us a little bit more in your own words about you, your company and how, what you do helps people and businesses to shock their potential. 
Okay, well, me, I'm just a kid from Harlem who God chose to show his favor and mercy through, right? I grew up in the late 80s, early 90s in Harlem, New York, not the old Harlem, not the new Harlem, but the old Harlem, right? So mm-hmm. in that time, I learned a lot and I saw a lot of suffering and hardship. So in my youth, it was kind of embedded in me to give back and to help people and to strengthen resilience and build people. So as I embarked upon my mission of education, I chose leadership development. And I also chose to reach back and help people because I understand a human and heart centered perspective when it comes to leadership and developing individuals. The development of individuals actually evolved for me into the development of organizations and professionals. So Mm -hmm. that's the the story about me, the company. And what I do now is, uh, you see me in a hotel room, I'm consistently (laughs) Flying and I'm going to speak and I'm going to, I guess, preach the message of leadership development as well as authentic, authenticity marketing and personal branding. Now, I get this question a lot because I do a lot of leadership work as well. And I love to go into a room and ask people if they know what their own personal brand is. And it's it's kind of interesting. I think that people are more aware of not only what that means, but the importance of it today. But there's still a lot of people who don't really know how to craft that for themselves. So how do you get people energized to think about how important that personal branding is for them? Well, I let them know that they're creating a brand whether they know it or not, right? So everybody all the time is creating a brand. And I say that it's exemplified through their relationships, their revenue, right? Their revenue and their occupation, what they do every single day, every minute of the day. So if you don't like your life or if you'd like some things to change or if you like some zeros behind the numbers you see when you open your bank account, there you are. Because your life is a result of your personal brand. Your success is a result of your personal brand, your relationships, your revenue, your business, your economy, the way people look at you, the responses that you get, the respect that you get, every response that you get from people and the world is a result and a reaction, a response to your personal brand or lack thereof. Hmm. That's very true. So if you have somebody sitting in one of your audiences and they're like, hmm, you know, I really, I really haven't thought about it. I really haven't taken the time to try and craft it. So yeah, I get it. I totally probably am putting some messages out there, but maybe they're not what I want. How do you help people get motivated to start? And really, even if they're maybe giving, getting one message out to the world and they want to change it because they want to have more impact or they want to make sure that that helps them drive more income or more opportunities. How do you get them to kind of start to frame that so that they're in the, in the driver's seat in it? Well, this is the beautiful thing about it, Michael. The perspective that I take is a strengths perspective, right? And that comes from my days in counseling and working with people from a human-centered perspective, as I spoke before, right? So your leadership development and branding, and I kind of have to speak to this, right? Because I exist at the intersection of leadership development and personal branding, because I've learned through education and experience that the underpinnings are the same. So self-awareness, self-regulation, emotional intelligence, and authenticity are the four cornerstones of each leadership development and personal branding. And the top of that is self-awareness. So really, it's a person coming into 
relationship with themselves, being able to communicate more about themselves. Most people, when they think they have to build something, they have to go outside of themselves. It seems like an arduous educational undertaking. They're like, Sean, you've got two master's degrees. You're in school for two doctorates. Dear God, don't give me a thesis or a dissertation. And I say, no, there's no dissertation. There's no thesis. What you really need to do is look back in your life and look in the mirror at the same time. So hindsight, right? insight mm -hmm. and then foresight right mm -hmm. so I, I teach people to create their ideal life and then create the ideal business around that but it starts with what where you are where you've been and where you want to go and when people start looking at it from a reward right a reward perspective as opposed to a punishment perspective everybody's happy now they're encouraged when i say listen a few tweaks and nuances a few insights and distinctions a few clarifications so we use a framework called csa clarify simplify and amplify when you clarify then you can simplify and then you can amplify where you want to go so it only takes a few tweaks to get a promotion which could mm -hmm. add a couple thousand dollars or tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of dollars because where you are is a result of how you're being perceived as we say perception is reality mm -hmm. so if you want things to change you have to change some things and when you change some things about you the way the world looks at you changes the way people pay you attention and money changes and the relations mm -hmm. that you have are enhanced tremendously so when mm -hmm. i start talking about the rewards and the benefits people get excited. Mm -hmm. Well, I love what you said there too, to think not only about where you are, because I do a lot of mirror work. So I talk about looking in the mirror to see, That's you know, right. what's there, especially when we have to reflect on, did I do the right thing as a leader? But I love the fact that you're also recognizing that who we were yesterday or five years ago or 10 year, years ago is also important because it may, there may be some things in that that you want to change or you have changed. There may be some things that you have changed that you want to bring back. You may say, wow, look what I learned. And that reflection, I think, is really important to recognize that sometimes we're also on a path that maybe that's not the path we really, truly want to be on. And the only way to, to see that, and to your point, you know, a little bit of that foresight is to look back and say, what did I like about that time in my life or career? Or what didn't I? Or, you know, what am I holding on to that I don't need to? Or what, you know, what am I trying to go after that's not aligned? And, and I think this is such a wonderful time in, in the world to be reflective because we have slowed down the last couple of years and we can take some moments to just really say, hmm, what does this mean about me and where I'm going? And is it aligned to what I want to do in the future? The entire world has changed. And if we don't change ourselves, right, then we can't keep up. This is very disruptive. It's very innovative. It requires strategy, not tactics. So mm -hmm. I, I teach that strategy comes from the shoulders up. It happens above the shoulders and tactics take place below the shoulders. And most people are very overwhelmed and preoccupied with tactical application as opposed mm -hmm. to strategic planning and strategic thinking. Mm -hmm. And when you change that, your results change dramatically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's kind of just like, whether you're working, whether it's relating to your business or it's relating to your personal brand, is that the concept of how much are you working in 
on and off, you know, so when are you taking time off? When are you working in your business? When are you working on your business? And how are you balancing those? I love what you just said about the, the, the business and then the brand, right? So what the unique thing about what I teach is brand you, not what you do. Brand you, not what you do. So when people say, you know, Sean, should I have a personal page or a business page? I say combine the two because you are your business. Mm-hmm. Combine the two because you are your business. When people say, Sean, how do I find your company? I say, go to SeanRyeEast.com. That's how you'll find me. Because Sean, how do, where, where would you like our viewers to see you? Just Google me and pick your mm-hmm. entry point, right? I'm, I'm a transparent glass pane. I'm looking out a window right now, right? So I'm, a, I'm transparent, super clarity and super clear and very authentic about who I am, how I am, and the way my business operates. It's literally one in the same. I learned something from Jack Welch before he passed. And that was, there's no such thing as work-life balance. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist. What does exist though is work-life integration. Mm-hmm. And when you integrate the two and you make them one, then you're whole. Mm-hmm. I love it. And that's a great point. We're going to take a quick break. That's a great point for us to stop and just hear from our sponsor for the month, Sean. And we will be right back. Hi. I'm Moira, and I help coaches and consultants get premium value clients using speaking. And I show them how to create a lifestyle of freedom and impact. And over the last seven years, I've been learning everything I could about speaking and what it takes to make offers that people take action on fast. And what I'd like to do is invite you to learn how you can use speaking to fill your business with clients and create an amazing lifestyle in the Dial In Your Destiny Challenge. Over these five days, I'm going to share with you the exact same strategies that I used and my clients used to make six and multiple six figures. There are two ways you can join this challenge as well, not just one. The first one is free and you'll be in the general admission and that'll be awesome. But the second is the VIP experience. And here's the thing. If you want to be a six or seven figure business owner, then you need to start acting like one now. And they always go VIP because they want more than the general public. They want to get more questions answered. And with the VIP experience, you're in a more intimate group where I'll be coaching you exclusively on your specific business situation. Plus, you're going to be invited to join a special Telegram group that I'll be in direct communication with you throughout the challenge so I can understand your specific situation with speaking and your business. And those of you who can't join VIP, listen, you'll still be invited to the Facebook group and that'll be awesome, but you just won't be in the room where I can do the questions and answers with you. But you'll still be in the room, right? For those of you who are looking to get more intimate, you'll really want to be in that VIP and I look forward to seeing you there. Listen, you're going to be able to walk away from this challenge with the exact strategies that you can start implementing in your business so you can use speaking to get qualified leads, connect with your audience in such a way that they want more. And more means filling your business, your programs with awesome clients. So click on the link below and I look forward to seeing you there. And we are back with Sean Reyes and we are talking about all things personal branding and professional branding and the intersection of those two. Um, I do agree with that statement about there's no real work-life balance. I remember um, 
when I was leading a very, very large team of people, and I was trying to keep an eye on some of my managers to make sure that they weren't getting overwhelmed. Because I've had a couple times in my life where I burnt out. And so I was talking a lot about, you know, work-life balance at that point in time. And I found what I had a couple people that decided that that meant that they needed to take a lot of time off. And I was like, wait, you don't just take time off because you want to take a day here and then just leave everything hanging. You know, there's you, you've got to figure this out. And I said, you guys, this isn't life work balance. <laughs> and then that's when I really said, you know, you've right. got it. If you're going to be a professional, you have to understand how the ebb and flow, you know, like within my company, uh, with the people who work for me, I don't have a, you know, a, a time off policy. Like if you need time off and you know it's in advance, then let's communicate and work together so we can work ahead on anything and have a plan for anything that needs to be picked up or integrate it with other people on the team. Um, and if you need time off because there's something else, then go do it because your life takes precedence. But communicate with us so that we don't leave ourselves, your teammates, or any clients hanging. And what we found, I think, is really along what you're talking about is that the integration of that is to learn how to make them work together so neither one stresses you out and neither one takes all your focus because then you're not whole you're you're disjointed and you're divided yes ma'am and i learned something very interesting in my study of io psychology industrial and organizational psychology which is the science of and science and motivation of high performance individuals within organizations mm -hmm. right and that was cognitive dissonance so within the, the the cognitive dissonance piece states that a person can be 100% in one area and 5% in another. <laughs> and know that there's a disconnect. However, they live, they coexist with the disconnect. And they try to ameliorate the pain and the agony and the apathy that they feel through what people call compartmentalization. Mm -hmm. So that means I'm at work and I have to exist at 100% here. I have to have a smile on my face, even though my mother is dying, even though my relationship is in shambles, even though my son is in the hospital. There's no way to do that, right? So you have to bring your whole self to any situation. And when you're being authentic, that's the authenticity piece. When you're being authentic with yourself 100%, all ships raise when the tides come in. However, if you're not being authentic and you're not doing this the right way, you can make all the money in the world and be miserable. And if there's any mishap or miscommunication or misunderstanding about that, look at some of the stars that we've had. Look at the Robin Williamses. You know, and it's tragic. The Michael Jacksons, the Princes, the Whitney Houstons. That's cognitive dissonance. It's an inability to be authentic and comfortable in your skin. You're a superstar in one area or a hero in one area while you feel like a zero in another. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's true is, is this ability to recognize our humanness in a different way and, and to understand it and live it. And, and I think it's really important. I have a, 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 a there's a, a, someone who works for my husband and she was going through something very challenging with a family uh, member. And it was, you know, and he said to her, you know, I know that you don't feel you can take time off. And there's, there's certain things. I want you to take time off if you need it. But if you feel you need to be at work, because she said, I need to come to work, because I need something to help do this. He said, I need you to be open and honest with me about when you need a break, or when you need 
you know, some help with something. And don't think that you have to continue to be this superwoman just because you're deciding to work through this. Communication is the key, not only for us to be able to help you, but for you to not start to put expectations of yourself that you have to perform a certain way. And it was a really great um, dialogue that I got to kind of hear one side of from them as they had this. And I think it, it gave her a lot of peace, but it was such a great reminder that we are all still human. We've got to figure out how to make these pieces work together. And compartment, compartmentalization doesn't allow you to tackle it. it. It allows you to shove it in the corner real quick when somebody's coming, you know, and you you say, I didn't, I didn't sweep the floor. So I'm just going to sweep it into the closet and close the door real quick. That's right. It's called make believe. Right. Yeah. It's called make believe. It isn't real. And someone always opens the closet. Yes, they or do. the closet becomes too full to close. Yeah. And that's called nervous breakdown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's when ambulances show up to workplaces. Yeah. It's it's a real thing. Right. Yeah. So that's a page from a human centered brand. Yeah, you want to have a human centered brand and we live right now in a dynamic that is ever shifting and evolving from one that was brick and mortar to click and order, mm-hmm. as well as from on location to remote. So remote leadership and remote work due to COVID has shined the light on some very significant findings. Mm-hmm. And that is that people actually work better outside of a compliance setting, but inside of a compassionate setting. People actually Mm -hmm. produce more, get more done, are more tied to the organization when they feel like they have the freedom to be who they are and take breaks when they choose to, as long as the work gets done. Research has found that more work gets done in a remote location, remote setting where there is no compliance or an overlord looking down upon you, right? Crushing you with management, right? When that's not happening, people are more conducive and more probable to get more work done because they're more motivated and they feel more free. Freedom Mm -hmm. has been seen, this is biological, to release endorphins. People are actually happy to show up to work when they're not being controlled or pressed down upon. Mm-hmm. So this this is this is a phenomenal finding that science is bringing to light now that COVID has given us the opportunity to see, as opposed to just an obstacle to deal with. So let me ask you another question then, because I think this is an interesting follow up to what you were just discussing, and that is. Personal branding and professional branding also looks different today when we have more remote work and hybrid work. So it's not it's not quite the same as, you know, before when you were showing up or the idea of the elevator pitch and those things that we associated with making sure that we were seen in a certain light. And now we're we're in a different environment. Do you think that creating and maintaining your personal professional brand is different today? It is tremendously different. And I'll give you an example. And I'll use three automotive companies to do it. We all know Mercedes, very professional brand. And we all know BMW, Mm -hmm. very professional brand. 
Both of these professional brands spend hundreds of millions of dollars yearly, maybe monthly, to promote their businesses. You see their commercials and advertisements all over the place. Now contrast that with a personal brand like Elon Musk mm -hmm. and what he's been able to do with Tesla with absolutely zero advertising <laughs> and no commercials. Yep. No commercials. So the question is on the landscape, which one is which and which one is more powerful? And if you ask me, the fusion, the fusion of the personal and the professional brand is more conducive to business and personal success than the separation of the two. Mm -hmm. It definitely makes it more personal. And so you feel you feel a different sense of connection to the person and the business. That's right. The person and the business or the person as the business, mm -hmm. because no one confuses. Look at the richest man in the world. No one confuses Jeff Bezos with not being a professional. Yeah. No one confuses Elon Musk, Richard Branson as not being a professional. Mm -hmm. And these are the most successful companies in the world. And the reason is the key to open that door to massive impact, meaningfulness, and world change is the personal brand, being heart-centered mm -hmm. and human. Yeah. And it reminds me of Steve Jobs as well. You know, exactly. he, he created... You know, he definitely created a world-class class organization, but he was the face of that until he passed. That's right. That's mm -hmm. right. And we have to, this is, the, this is the era of compassion and not compliance. Mm -hmm. So now, like for myself, for instance, my business was born in COVID and disaster. Right. But at the same time, and I mean, we did astronomical numbers helping people six figures in less than 90 days, seven figures in less than two years organically. Mm -hmm. No ad spend, no Facebook ads, no YouTube ad, no Google ads, no email list, no none of that. Just compassion mm -hmm. and heart centered, affectionate for people. I wanted people to become better and be able to exist within this pandemic and be able to deal with it mm -hmm. the right way, right? But at the same time, monolithic organizations that have existed for hundreds of years were put out of business. Yeah. Sears and Roebuck, Lord mm -hmm. and Taylor, GNC, and the list goes on and on. So mm -hmm. what's the difference between a Sean Raiz and a Sears or a GNC? And the difference is personal brand. I love it. I love it. And I think it's really uh, it's a really great reminder for all of us, even if you work within an organization, that your personal brand is still following you, whether you know it or not. And I always ask people, what are the words that people use to describe you when you're not in the room? And if you don't really know the answer to that, then you need to work on your own brand. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Michael. That's right. I love it. Well, Sean, we're going to have all of your contact information on our show notes, including links to your books. Um, and I know you already hinted at this already, but I just want to give you another chance just in case somebody has said, I don't have time to look up the show notes. What way do you want them to find you? Google me like you would anyone else when you're trying to find an answer. Google me. And then you can just look at my name, .com, SeanRaiz.com. We have a plethora of information, massive resources, promotes most of them free to help 
to find what you need to do next in order to build your personal brand, be massive, effective in business and help to change this world that we live in. Excellent. Well, you've already given us some, given us a lot of wisdom, but do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? I would say that authenticity marketing is the best way to get your message out there. Being your authentic self, speaking in your authentic voice, being comfortable in your skin, sharing your story and not holding anything back. Because listen, if you can't come to grips with your own self, then no one else will be able to come to grips with you. I was just speaking with a client and I said, listen, a lot of people that are trying to sell something that they haven't bought themselves. <laughs> Don't try to sell something that you haven't bought yourself. People buy you every time. Make sure that you do first. Mm, I love it. I love it. So very wise. I love it, Sean. Thank you so much for being with us today. It has been a pleasure to have you on our podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I greatly appreciate it. And I look forward to connecting in the future. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees and sales mixology. Why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. And as always, Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.